my first um, official lesbian interview. Oh my God, amazing. Hello and welcome to People Who Like Each Other, the show where I, your host Madeline, talk to different couples about their relationships and their stories. On this episode, I had the pleasure of talking to Lori and Daria. They've been together. Uh, A total since we first started dating over 35 years. Shoot, long time. And are based in Brewster, New York. On this episode, they discuss coming out in the 80s, what it was like to be gay while working in the education system, and growing in their spirituality in their 60s. Also, they make great TikToks together, which is how I actually found them. Uh, And they were kind enough to talk to me. I'll add their handles in the description below so that you can check them out. I seriously had the best time talking with them, and I laughed a lot. They had really insightful things to say, and it's just interesting. So I'm excited to uh, share with you all their story. So without further ado, here's Lori and Daria. So Daria is um, a big personality and a little package. My name is Daria Pascali. It, how do I describe it? It's like she she looks like a spark, but she's really a flame. Well, Lori is a wonderful woman. Uh, my name is Lori Sheffer, about five seven. Um, she's from Michigan. She has a a beautiful soul. When you meet Daria, immediately there is a connection. She has this way to really make you feel included. She is a great listener. She's very intelligent. She wants to make sure that everybody's included and that everybody's needs are met. And that means a great deal to her. Very funny. Um, She's very into nature very spiritual person. One of the biggest things is about her is she just loves. She 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 loves to love. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big fan. And how did you guys meet? We uh, were introduced by a friend of mine. Actually, it's uh, an amazing story. In January of 1988, I basically came to New York with just enough money to get me through. I took a job um, sight unseen and drove from Muskegon, Michigan to Montrose, New York. I had to drive across the the Hudson River in January. I met Daria three weeks later. And when we first met through our friend Penny, she was kind of very punk rockish. And I still am preppy. We're very different. I was coming out of my punk rock stage. I had that flip top with the long hair and the coloring was just coming out of it. I didn't like her music. Still was wearing the safety pins in my collars and uh, and Daria was very preppy. And so uh, we didn't really like each other at first. We didn't really, you know, think much of each other, but then we sat down to talk and she was working in therapeutic recreation at the time and I was working in adapted phys ed. We had so much in common. That common interest uh, helped us realize that, you know, we could develop a friendship and then of course uh, a relationship. Uh, she's very personable and has this charm about her, just this way of drawing you in. So that's what I remember about back then. And it was just a lot of fun to talk to her. And it was 
some ways that classic lesbian story that um, we met, fell in love, and four months later moved in together. What were your relationships like before you met Daria? I didn't realize I was gay until I was 22 years old. Uh, so I had had two partnerships before that, two relationships. The, the first one was really difficult because we were in the closet and um, it was hard. Our parents didn't know about us and we went to college together and we concealed it from everyone. And I think it was extremely toxic, partially due to that and partially that I came from an environment uh, in my, you know, in my home life as a kid where I didn't really know healthy relationships. And so I didn't know how to have one. Uh, and then my second relationship was also at college and was like a college romance. And that was it. And then I met Daria. So did you wind up um, coming out w- once you met Daria to your family or what was that process like? I came out beforehand. I actually, so what happened was my first girlfriend and I lived together at college and she decided she didn't want to be together anymore uh, after almost two years. And so I needed a place to live. And so I was looking in the ads. This was probably 1985, I think. Uh, And I was looking in the classifieds, looking for a place to live off campus. And I saw this ad for an open-minded household needed a roommate. And I thought, oh, that's one of those those key words, right, that you look for, open-minded. It was pretty much all gay people who were living there. And I went from being closeted to being around these amazing, amazing gay people. I was introduced to the rich history filled with culture. I also became a part of the um, lesbian and gay uh, community of Michigan State. So in the midst of all this, my mom is beginning to pick up little facts. And my sister, who is seven years younger than me, came to visit me. And she was 17 or 18 and she went home and my mom, of course, did some prying and figured it out. So I'm working at the pizzeria and I come home from work and I get a call. My mom says, Lori Ann, you have to come home. It's a Wednesday. (laughs) And and I'm like, well, Ma, I I can. I got class. I got school. I want you home now. Well, Mom, it's I got it's two hours away. I don't care. You drive home today. I want you home. You know, I'm going. Oh, this is it. You know, so I'm crapping my pants, and I, so I drove home. And um, my mom immediately said, "Is there something you want to tell me?" And my sister sitting there, uh, so giving me that look. And so I, I did. I don't remember my exact words, but I did come out to her. And her first question was well, how come you didn't tell me? And I said, well, I was afraid. I I was afraid you wouldn't love me anymore. I was afraid of losing my family. And so in my family, it was my, is my everything. And she said, you know, she got really upset and um, started to cry and said, I would never not love you. I'm just hurt that you didn't tell me that you wouldn't trust me enough with that information. Uh, so that was about um, 1985. And um, so from there, I started to become out. And uh, yeah, so my life changed dramatically. Okay, now fast forward back to New York where Lori and Daria have met. Lori was out, but Daria was... Well, not, I was never out officially with my job. 
okay, ever. You know, in 1989, on the back of my teaching certificate from New York State, if you're found to be doing anything immoral, and New York State Ed decides what's immoral, then we're going to, you know, take away your teaching certificate, and that's my livelihood. Uh, people knew, I think, but it was kind of like with the military, don't ask, don't tell. Uh, even to my parents, I was at that Washington, D.C. AIDS quilt march, um, and I called my mother, and I said, I'm fine, I'm down here in Washington, D.C. Of course, it's in conjunction with the big march on Washington for gay and lesbian equal rights, and my mom had seen something on TV, and, you know, they always seem to project the more outrageous uh, queers on TV. And so she's like, well, you're not marching with those lesbians, are you? And I said, well, as a matter of fact, I am. Because Martina was like at that march and she's telling everybody, come out of the closet, come out of the closet, blah, blah. And so I told my mom, yes, I am. And she said, well, I think that's disgusting. And I said, okay, mom, well, I'm gonna go now. And I hung up on her and Lori's reaction was, oh my gosh, you hung up on your mother. But, you know, once they realized that we were gonna be together, they had to either accept it or not. Anyway, they, they liked Lori. They didn't like the idea of us being gay. I think they were grieving the heterosexual child that would get married and have kids. But I didn't actually ever verbalize to my dad, I'm gay, I'm lesbian, and this is my partner. Because you're afraid of being rejected. You're, you know, I mean, shoot, some kids are told to get out of their house and they're homeless, you know. And yet I think he knew and he understood and he accepted us both. But I'm 64 and the words did not come easily. This time in my life, now that I'm retired, it's rather freeing. I can be who I want to be and People can either leave me alone or interact with me. What are some things that you respect about each other? I respect the facts. I don't always like it, but I respect the fact you speak your mind. I do try to get my way a lot. Uh, my name is Jonathan, and I've known the ladies since December 2010. This is Jonathan, a close friend of Lori and Darius. I have never met two people so different that work so well together. I, I respect the fact that you are so hardworking, um, working in special ed and modifying lessons and research. She is conscientious. That's another good word I would yeah, have. Yeah. I want my fourth word. <laughs> uh, I, I respect the fact that, that you are, um, I love the fact that you're, you know, when you retired, you didn't think you were going to jump back into the game. And I respect the fact that you're really following the road. You know, it's like you've jumped back into coaching and, and then taken a chance and said, you know, I'm not done yet. And I, I'm, I'm thrilled with that. I respect that. And so how, what do you respect about me? Oh, okay. Back on track. I love the fact that you keep me on track. <laughs> I like the fact that you are focused and centered all the time. I respect the fact that you have been so supportive of my family. Thank you. Uh, I respect the fact that, um, you know, you, you like my family, you know. <laughs> what are some things that you enjoy doing together? Go rock hunting. Big time. <laughs> go, go to the um, beach. I want to pick up shells off yeah. the shore. Um, you like Michigan, the sand dunes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we like our canoes. We haven't been in them in a while, but we like to be on the water. I'm yeah. Pisces. Yeah. Yeah. So we, and we really love, you know, um, 
the whole shaman um, thing that we do and, and being with our other Andean shamanic um, friends. And uh, we love doing ceremony together, have fire ceremonies. Um, gardening is huge with us. We absolutely love our, our yard and doing gardening and our pets. Yeah. So those are, those are things we love probably a lot more. Yeah. With family, we love being with our family. This morning we went out for breakfast together. And it seems like a really simple, small thing, but it was like a, a fun little breakfast date. Being 64, I mean, every day is a bonus. Every day is a gift. Um, I've got friends that have lost people and we take time to, you know, put the other person first. I don't tend to take things for granted now. Everything is a date to us when we're when we're out together. And, and so it's funny. We just don't look at dates being just the movies or theater. Um, Every moment that we get to go out together, we try to find joy in it. What's something that feels important to you now that didn't necessarily feel important at the start of your relationship? I think being more involved in her interests now. I was very... Uh, focused in my own teaching and coaching. And, you know, I mean, I'd come home at night and say, hi, honey, how was your day? You know, but now, you know, Lori is starting her own business and she reinvents herself almost like every 10 years. I, I've never met a person like her. I've, you know, I was like a rock. I just stayed put for 31 years, you know, so we couldn't be more yin and yang. I mean, it's just crazy. They were just so different. And yet they complimented one another in ways that, you know, you kind of see in the movies. And what about for you, Lori? Ooh, my spirituality. And what we realize is, is how important spirituality has become to us, especially with shamanism and nature. You know, so that is a huge component of our relationship. I think look, we've done so much healing in the past, um, you know, 10, 12 years. I don't think there's... There's hardly anything we don't know about each other. What happens in a long-term relationship is being willing to really open yourself up and acknowledging that as your life story unfolds, um, there's going to be points when you may not be as emotionally available uh, as the other one. And that's part of the compensation as a couple is being able to work with that and understand that and, um, and give your best in the moment. Uh, and in not every moment is going to be, it can't be fabulous, right? Exactly. But it, it's that love, that thing, that, that trust that really comes in. I think, you know, I mean, we're together 35 years and you got to talk about that ebb and the flow. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's not a constant, you know. Yeah. Um, we're lucky because we also have, you know, the spiritual connection, yeah. you know, which is uh, yeah. another layer, you know, which is uh, yeah. such a beautiful it, thing. And two women who went through menopause at these different times, you know, that's, <laughs> right? This is life. This is life. And just acknowledging that and, and it is hard. I mean, especially people going through menopause is hard. And when your two women are going through it at separate times, I mean, it is really hard Better because sense of humor. Yeah. One gets through it thinking, okay, we're done or sort of gets through it. And then suddenly the other one's there. And, and it's just like, it really is just, it's a journey and you just have to, you know, sometimes you're sailing clear and other times you're bailing out the boat. Just, Don't give just, away your flannel sheets. Yeah, that's Just put them away. Okay. <laughs> and then the, you'll, you'll take them out later. Okay. Cause then you'll, you're, 
circulation, you know, gets like whacked. And then when you're older and you're cold, you just bring well, those flannel sheets right back up. For your side, you to keep Whatever, the flannel sheets. Whatever, I'm just yeah. saying. So I know that y'all had exchanged rings and got legally married, but, but was there a point where you were like, this is my life partner? Like, this is who I'm going to be committed to? Yeah, no, I knew right away. And I also didn't think there were very many lesbians on the planet at that time. So I was like, ooh, I found a good one. I got to keep this one, you know? Well, we lived together for a year from 1988 to 1999. I'm not sure, really. You know, I was young. I was 25. And um, I wasn't really sure I wanted to settle down. But um, she was. I just knew it was like kismet. I just knew that this was the person for me. And I was just hoping that you know, she felt the same way because it's almost as if we had known each other in a previous life. It's just the weirdest thing. In that year, I really began to understand that we were, there was something between us that was this um, connection that you couldn't see. There was like this cord between us that was very beautiful. And that's when we had our commitment ceremony. Um, and that's when I said, this is it. No, you know, unfortunately, it's not like we couldn't have a wedding ceremony. We had to wait 23 more years to have that. You know, people were doing civil unions and I thought, well, that's nice, but there's no um, legal aspect to it. So I think it was June and then we got married in September. So, I mean, it was a bing, bing, bing. And that was the best day of my life. Um, it's like I waited 23 years, you know, to marry the love of my life. On a scale of one to 10, how would you rate your relationship? Three, two, one. Nine. Ten. Oops. <laughs> about a 10 but i was like i don't know if anybody can be that perfect i thought about 9.5 oh, okay more people knew them the more gratitude they would feel for having these two women on this planet you make the compromises that you need to make you're either gonna be right or you're gonna be married so there you have it that's a little snippet of Lori and daria's relationship i hope you enjoyed it and i'll leave you with this very funny remark uh that daria made it was funny, one of the kids at Brewster High School was asked, you know, to like name off all the gay teachers at Brewster. And they started naming a few. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're right, you're right, you're right. And I said, how do you know? And they go, the footwear. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, that's great. Yeah.